Hello and welcome to the Inglorious Bards. Uh, I am your humble game master, Tom, and this is Adventure 23. We had quite the ending to our last session, a big cliffhanger, and we are excited to pick right back up where we left off. Uh, we are excited to have you here and joining us. We uh, love sharing these adventures with you. And uh, two quick shout outs to some supporters of the show. Will Gillespie, uh, one of our patrons who's been with us for a long time. Thank you so much for the support, Will. Uh, and thanks to uh, Bat Sammy, who has been supporting us on Twitch for 20 months now. Thank you so much, Bat Sammy. Uh, so fantastic. We appreciate the support. Uh, I think that's all we're going to do for now. And without further ado, let's get a recap of what happened last time with Seth. Hello! Well, shit. <laughs> Our heroes <laughs> really world-fucked this one. <laughs> By achieving their goal of somewhat simultaneously repeating the ca uh, repairing the cascading arcs, which they did do beautifully, uh, it turns out they were duped by the Queen's Cabal. Raphaelin uh, Daenor and the Queen's Cabal, which is really the cult of Mordrin, has spent the last year pushing Valamir II to madness and having the heroes fall right into a trap. By repairing the arcs, they opened a portal to a place beyond space, a place beyond time. Cher Mordrin and his minions crash a metal fortress down into the ground, the size of which rivals the entire city of Canabrin. Scores of baddies exit the ship and immediately get to sacking the capital, taking all captive and killing anybody who resists. And now, the story of Cher Mordrin begins. And that, my friends and foes, is where this adventure begins. That was your dad. There is a hammering and a hammering deep in deep. a mine, deep underneath the Storm Mountains. A handful of dwarves, five of them, are in a small chamber that breaks off into a crevasse that they have pickaxes and buckets, a makeshift little minecart with some rails. This is an old part of a dwarven fortification deep down below that has been abandoned for many, many, many years. These dwarves are kind of outside the normal dwarven community, digging where maybe they should not be digging. And they look crusty, they are dirty, some are hammering away. There's one who's sitting in this formerly luxurious dwarven chamber now covered in rocks and dirt and uh, he's covered in soot. He's sitting on an old chair, drinking some water after all his hard days of work where he hears footsteps coming down perfectly chiseled dwarven sized footsteps it comes a very tall cloaked figure a huge person that does not fit the stairwell at all this ancient stairwell deep beneath the ground uh, does not fit the steps awkwardly big booted feet are barely fitting on these steps this cloaked figure comes down the dwarf 
tosses his canteen to the ground and says, hang on, look, look alive, and grabs a crossbow and quickly starts to cock it and points it at this big Goliath figure coming down the steps. The hooded figure arrives, Mark Hamillish, Return of the Jedi, standing at the bottom of these steps, and you have three... Uh, crossbows pointed at at you, Mr. Figure, with three other dwarves peeking out through their, their cut cavern, and they're sitting there and shaking at this impressive figure with an armed sword sticking out from underneath the cloak and towering what like three dwarf heights uh, total. Uh, and uh, we got nothing for you! Get out of here! I'm not here for you. I'm not here for your treasure. I'm here for the girl. What girl? The other one says, he's talking about the... Down, down further. The one with the big guy. What's it, what's it to you? What's it to me? How about keeping everyone alive? Including you. One of the dwarves comes over and slaps him up the head and says, what's it to you? And he keeps his crossbow on you and says, uh, they're down uh, across the great expanse there. Another level. They're the only ones here. You can't miss them. And he has his crossbow pointed right at you. Gonna, gonna do like, I think, 1d6 points of damage. Ignoring him, I just turn and walk down the stairs. All right. Cole walks down further stairs. You come across a huge expanse of a massive cavern several miles wide that's been carved out uh, centuries ago. There are small houses and structures built to the sides. There's old foundries, and all of this has been left behind for purposes you don't know, but the dwarves have left this long ago. This is an abandoned uh, uh, small town outpost of the dwarven community. And it's deathly quiet. No one comes here. You don't know why anyone would want to come down here. And as you make your way across this expanse, it is dark. You're trying to find your way. You hear more hammering and whispered dwarf voices behind you as you leave that section. And way off in the distance, past some of this dwarven ruins, you can see a a house-looking structure built into the side of uh, the mountain, underground mountain. And there's a little bit of light. It's the only other light that you can see making your way through this darkness all you hear are your footsteps and your footsteps you've traveled a long time to get here it's been a long time for you to get here and as you get closer and closer you start to hear little uh disagreements and fussings and the clattering of tools and curses as a thumb is hit by a hammer uh, and you get closer and closer, and you hear the uh, gnomish voice uh, of y- one of your friends that you have come all this way for. You walk into this, what was once a town hall or a guild hall for this dwarven community long ago, and as you go inside, you see 
structure's again been abandoned. It's dirty. It's dusty. But you see makeshift uh, uh, small little metal devices, little trinkets, little toys that are new. You see uh, a wooden bed that's nice uh, with a curved little sleigh type look to it. Uh, you see there's uh, a beautiful little table that's been set up with a little pantry and food like a makeshift camp here. And at the far end of this larger room, you can see there's this strange machination, a huge wall with strange devices of uh, a locking mechanism, pistons, pins, panels that have been removed. It's all huge, looking like something, I don't know, NORAD would have to deal with in the case of some sort of nuclear uh, incident. It's all set up, made by the dwarves long ago. Now you have uh, permanent light, magical light sources that are being hung and hanging from some sort of like metal crane uh is fiona who's got tools in her hands she's hanging from it trying to get in frustratedly tosses another tool uh unable to get done on this weird interesting wall section that she's trying to get done you see beneath her standing stoically as always is vessel who's just patiently watching what she's doing with one hand on this uh small little crane able to move her or lower her as uh she needs Vessel, you turn without Fiona noticing and you hear footsteps and you pivot your head behind and see a cloaked figure of a man you know arriving. Uh, Vessel steps away from the crane to... Uh, to inspect this individual. There's a yelp as Fiona falls. <laughs> <laughs> and another wrench goes clattering. You had one job! <laughs> goes clattering. Fiona, you dust yourself up. Uh, probably don't have something nice to say about Vessel, but then you Whoa. see uh, a cloaked figure standing in the entrance to this abandoned dwarven area. Vess, did you invite somebody? I did not. Well, this but could only be one person. This is one distinct shape. Well, well, well. It's been two years. You finally decided to show up. Where have you been, old friend? I noticed you didn't come looking. Playing with your toys, I see. Well, we're on an important mission. Are you? Yeah. Looks very important. What is so important? That brings you to the bottom of a mountain that no one lives in. We're going to find uh, Vessel's origin story. That sounds very important. I didn't know where to find anybody. That's that's not something that either one of us are good at. That's you. Is it just you? Yeah. Where's your brother? For now Valley. it's me. Where's yeah. Aragus? We don't know. Are all of them alive? We don't even know. We didn't even know if anybody survived. For someone who's so small, you have so many questions. Well, because you never give me answers. I just keep asking questions. Hopefully, just hoping that you're going to give me at least an answer to one of them. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. I'm glad you're alive. And and Vess and Cole will actually get like really really low down. Oh no! Like, Fiona like dropped all of her stuff and like came running at you to hug. Oh, leaps up into his arms! Yay! <laughs> Russell's hand goes to his weapon. 
I was about to say you've gotten bigger, but it's not true. No, I have not gotten bigger. <laughs> a little older. Um, all right. To answer your first question, everyone's alive. How do you know? I've been keeping track of them. You talked to them all? Not really. Oh. Like you, not everyone's been excited to be out there. To be a part of what Shermordrin has been doing. Well, who's excited? Who the has to... killed. Who, There's who, been a few of us. Who's there... excited about that? Nobody's excited about that. But you haven't Nobody done wants to anything. Part of it. What am I? It's just me and it's just Vessel and I. What it's are we you to and do? Vessel. Do you know how powerful you are? The mind. Not that very you powerful. Have... Can't get into the stupid door. Well, that's a very big door. There are many, possibly many more kin past this door. More of my kid. We've been hunting down the silent army, and then we're gonna get after everybody with the silent army. I went to Ganderlock. Yeah? How is it? We stayed for a little bit, but thought us being there was gonna bring too much harm to the city. Well, it's it's doing fine. Yeah. You are missed. Uh, and it's by two very, people, maybe. Very closed. That's good. I told them to. It's how'd you get in? They let you in? I didn't say I went into oh, Ganderlock. Good. I told them not to let anybody in. Well, they're following that instruction. How did you find us? That's a great question. I have not been hiding, I have been. Doing everything possible to fight, to stop. I've been so angry. We were lied to. Yeah, we were. And so I found other angry people. And we fought. And we killed. And we have stolen everything that we could to try to take back Calavier. To try to take back... Canabrin and what'd you steal? Was it cool? It was people. You stole people? <laughs> and That's it was, cool. it was people all along. <laughs> cool. There's a word for I'm that. I'm not proud of everything I've done. Well, how do but you it was steal necessary. Steal people. You rescue people. You don't steal them unless you're Shim Ordrin and like that bunch. You stole pe you stole bad people? Ooh. There's ways I can find things. Oh, did you, did, and that's did what you, I need. Did you torture people? This really isn't about me. <laughs> that's a, I don't like so that. The, story is yours. <laughs> the things that I've done are vast. And the people that I have organized and sent to their deaths have been more than I would like to count. That's, I mean, you like, you like killing people. That's Have you true. lost that taste? Depends on what you define as people. Uh, well, I, the, the thing is... That army is not people. I assume it did not take you two years just to find us. No. I know you've been hard at work. I... Have why are you here? Because... For everyone that I've sent out... For anyone that's listened to what I've said, or more importantly, has not listened to what I've said, 
they're just not good enough. They cannot do what you can do. And they are not heroes. I felt like we used to be heroes. And we I think used, we can be again. We used to be. I think we still For are. A brief period. I don't know. We really did bad things. You really were deceived. It yes. It doesn't mean we didn't do bad things. But it does mean that you didn't intentionally do them. There's a difference between being wrong and being evil, Fiona. If you feel like you've done something wrong, I would like to give you a chance to do it, make something right. Okay. I'm That's listening. why I'm here. I'm going to want you to join me in a theory. Find me at the Old King Tavern in one month. I'll explain everything there. Where are you going now? I'm going to get the rest of us back. And Cole stands up think, and think... turns and walks. Wait! I know you're still going to keep asking questions, but he's just <laughs> done answering. You're done? What, hey, do you have any ideas about this vault door? <laughs> and he walks out of the room. Wait, be a whole army behind this door. Think of what a million vessels could do in a fight. <laughs> Come on! The footsteps get quieter and quieter as he disappears. The cloak goes back yeah, over his head. He's just thinking, man, if I had the cool kick-ass explosion behind me in slow motion, she'd still be talking over it. <laughs> I mean, that's only one vessel, but like a million like lesser vessels would be pretty great. Be a lot of help. Where are you going? <laughs> He's out of eyesight. It's, 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 it's the next day. <laughs> He's not going back, is he? I'm still talking to you. <laughs> Send that. <laughs> it is sometime later, <clears throat> far to the southwest. In the kingdom of Navarre, in the town known as Tabernry. It is a riverside town in the middle of the kingdom that is close to Calavier. The town is your typical fantasy town with one interesting exception these days. In the middle of a plaza where many escapades have happened in the town's past, now a large section of the plaza is dominated by a colorful tent. A tent that is wide, but also a section of it that is extremely tall. 50 feet tall, it's, it reaches up. And it is nighttime. There is some jugglers outside the tent trying to draw attack, uh, attention to the show. There's a little fire breather blasting fire and uh, someone uh, in a uh, little top hat saying, uh, come on, come on, come join the sea, the Twilight, Twilight Circus. Uh, we've got so much to see. Come in, come in, you, sir. And he starts uh, waving and bringing in different families who are hesitant, but they toss in their silver uh, uh, some other person comes by. And, oh yeah, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see the immortal mime. You'll see the immortal mime tonight. Come on in. He tosses in his silver, and then a tall, hooded, cloaked Goliath 
walks up, doesn't need much coaxing, walks in, tosses in two gold, not knowing how much to pay, <laughs> walks on past. He says, yes, this man knows a good show. Come in, come in. You'll see it all here at the Twilight Circus. Our hooded Goliath walks in. There are chairs set up. There are, but he doesn't take one of those. He stands in the back, uh, watching uh, from behind of the crowd. Towns, all the town, bunch of townsfolks are here. Families, people that are excited uh, that the Twilight Circus has come into town, and a show begins. It's got little magical little firework that goes off. That's way too close and too loud. Then there are some jugglers that are tossing some knives back, some back and forth and it's really exciting uh then some people come out and they start to sing and it's uh very exciting and our goliath watches closely but he doesn't recognize any of the six singers in that group whatsoever and he continues to watch more of the show there's someone on some sort of little unicycle thing on a rope uh and just getting uh, everyone's caught up and they're excited and they're clapping but our goliath the hooded goliath is motionless and stoic in the back then our top hatted gnome uh, comes out with his little uh, walking stick and uh, taps it and says, when we are here for our big show, really big show, we're here for our big show. I know you have heard about him for, from far and wide. We have traveled across the kingdom and from exotic places from afar. I give you the most dangerous, the most riskiest halfling you have ever seen who can take any punishment known to man. I give you the immortal mime. And he points off to the side. Another magical light flares up. And there we see Aragus. <laughs> Aragus the bard uh, is in the limelight. <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. It's just the Goliath. <laughs> no. Boom. No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the crowd claps, and you can tell uh, Cole standing in the back that a bunch of the crowd are here to see him. The circus is fun and all, but they're here to see what this guy can do. Our um, MC comes out and says, now, uh, the immortal mime can take any punishment you can give him. Here, you, 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 you young lad, and hands uh, the equivalent of a, of a two by four to a strapping young guy. Go ahead and see what kind of blow the immortal mime can take. And the young man comes up, and I'm seeing Alistair already <laughs> gritting up for the blow. <laughs> and he comes over, and he grabs hold of this two by four, walks up, looks nervous, no, no, go ahead as hard as you can. And he rears up and cracks the two by four across Aragus, snapping it in half. Uh, Cole, you know Aragus was blessed, in quotes, or cursed with this uh, power of uh, immortality from long ago, two years ago. But you're now getting a look at it. He's giving a thumbs up of happiness uh, to the crowd, but you can see he is dealing with the pain of it uh, from every blow that's given to him. The uh, uh, Your MC says, all right, all right, now for our main events. 
and they start uh, lighting up some uh, uh, some lanterns. Uh, some acrobats go up quickly and light up lanterns up a huge platform, 50 feet up, with multiple with a big thin little ladder that goes all the way up to the top. He says, "Our immortal mine, mine will go all the way to the top of 50 feet, and will be incentivized." to drop down all 50 feet through that razor-sharp wire mesh, shredding himself to pieces. And our own fire starter has the most hottest flame ever imaginable. And in the big pot pool of what should be water, the fire breather breathes water, and a huge bonfire erupts with liquid fuel and a huge flame. The crowd goes, <gasps> and they all back up. And he says, and only the immortal mind will be able to do this and survive. They're big gasps. There's some sort of little bard in training who's just hitting a little drum. <laughs> <laughs> and Aragus approaches and he kind of has, is Aragus a big showman? Is he excited? Is he, what's his take on this? So what's his Ar body language? Yes, so... Anyone uh, that has known Aragus over a certain amount of time may be able to see beneath the veil. But Aragus is doing his best, getting hit with the two by four, getting the tomatoes and limes thrown at him. He's ducking away as best he can to hide any uh, signs of pain or any frustration, anything like that. But he always bounces right back, or even if he puts on an extra sway or two, he always tries to bounce right back, get back on his feet. Um, this is the highest he's ever done this particular stunt before. It's normally about 30 feet, but uh, they're pushing him. So the flames are nothing. <laughs> it's just the it's height. It's not the flames. It's not the wire. It's not the height. It's, it's the crowd. It's the extra 20 human feet that is uh, getting to Aragus right now as he climbs up. He climbs up and up and up. Aragus gets to the very top of this rickety platform. Cole, you see uh, two uh, guys sitting in front of you. One of them says, no way he does this. No way. The other one says, no, it's just an illusion. It's just magic. just tricking us. Someone else smacks him and said, no, I saw this in another town. And it's real. Oh, it's gross. Uh, and Aragus gets to the very top. And then he takes a blindfold and puts it over his eyes. The MC says, we will ask for perfect silence here for the immortal mime to be able to perform this amazing feat of constitution and strength. And tonight, we are doing two new additions to the act. What? No! <laughs> <laughs> he says, beyond all of this, we have never gone as high. This will be the farthest the mime has ever, ever fallen. And the new addition, he will not be leaping. He reaches down and pulls a crossbow into position and loads a crossbow bolt. He will be shot down from the platform Jesus. for this <laughs> trick. The crowd oh, seems God. like overkill. Oh <laughs> Bring out the muscles! Aragus <laughs> is looking strained. Thumbs up. The MC points the crossbow. Aragus has his. Is blindfold? Is it a blindfold on, or is he peeking at all underneath? Uh, yeah, no, he just took his little scarf and just tied it on. He can't see anything. Right. Get up a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and he, the MC, holds up his uh, crossbow and points it and aims it very closely. Now, if we would all please give me 
a count of five. And the audience goes, five, four, three. The crossbow quivers, two, one. Shoot! And the crossbow flies up, pierces the poor appling. You see him pained, and what happens? Ergus tries very hard not to say ow. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives a couple bounces and sways. And you see Arius, not gracefully, no swan dives, no trapeze artist type gymnast, 10 out of 10. Arius collapses onto just, it. he tries to make it look graceful, but he knows it's it's not going to be graceful. So he just falls, one salt, two somersault, a gainer, a back crust, belly flop. He hits the mesh wire. Ah. He tears. There's skin and stuff tearing. You see some blood. The crowd gasps. Someone screams. Someone covers their eyes. He falls. Maximum service. <laughs> he falls again further and then splat into the fire. The f- more plumes of smoke and, f- and flame shut out. More gasps. Oh my god! Uh, and uh, uh, hush now, hush now, hush now. And the MC quiets. And what happens? <laughs> And there's a thumbs up from Marigus <laughs> as he gets out, flames getting padded off of him. There is a cheer from the crowd. There we have it, our immortal mime. The white and makeup is char, is all black. He's charred off. Well, <laughs> you can see from there uh, that he is cut, he's bleeding, he's burnt, but you can even see now some of the wounds starting to heal upon him. You see him really pained, uh, and you hear one last line from the two guys in front of him, like, boy, that's a tough way for a halfling to earn some silver. Uh, and the show, more more applause, and then there's some more fun little things that happen after that. It is after the show. You are behind the scenes, going past some of the circus wagons that are parked behind the tents, and there you see Aragus. Looks like he's doing some makeup or something. Taking it off. <laughs> uh, and he's in just his own little covered wagon uh, with the rest of the strange carnies back there. And Cole, you walk through with your stoic little hood, catching the eye of some of the people. But they're not worried you're going to hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be a problem. Um, Are you here for the Strongman auditions? Uh, moving past, I'm just going to kind of reach in or, or peek my head into uh, Eric's tent. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or little, or little, little wagon. Yep. I remember a time when you sang so beautifully that the entire street stopped to watch you. We were trying to do a stupid distraction, right? Two and a half years ago, trying to get under some sewers, but your singing was so impressive that no one would look away. And then when you got that loot. Huh. You're unstoppable. Ergus, you see, you hear the voice first of Cole you haven't heard in uh, two years, and you look and you see his face you didn't think you'd see again. Look how far you've come. <laughs> Ergus looks at the empty tip jar. <laughs> he taps on it a little bit. He knows this might work on Cole. <laughs> several platinum bars are dropped. <laughs> um, 
Aragus, part of the uh, trick to being immortal is that Aragus doesn't speak. It's not that he can't, it's just that he's chosen not to. Um, with that, whenever he's not performing, he's got a little, like, chalk board uh, that a little kid might use uh on his chest. It has some mostly erased penises. Yeah. On there, like, you don't know why. He's not the one writing on it most of the time. It's on his back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the carnies really just don't like him. Um, My feelings aren't immortal. He quickly <laughs> scribbles something on it, but he's like not taking his eyes off of you. Um, and he holds it up and it just says, how? Yeah, that's a good question. Pain, sorrow, a couple of bribes here and there, and a lot of blood. He erases, and he writes, I've known a thing or two about pain these past couple years. And look how far you've come. Erases it. <clears throat> Why are you here? Cole draws a sword and slashes at your chalkboard. Ergus takes a cautious step back. It clatters broken to the ground. I'm not here to read stories about the immortal mime. I'm not here to look at tents and watch you hurt yourself on purpose so that you can think you've made it so you can get by so you can be a performer you're not a performer Aragus your music is made for the world but you don't just make music do you you make magic you have an ability that I have tried to replicate Nine times. And nine times I've watched them die. It wasn't even hard. You can stay alive. You can do this forever. You've made it. Congratulations. The audience loved you. If this is how you want to live, good luck. But if you want to fix things, if you want to be the hero that you are, and if you want to go out there and make a difference again, see me in three weeks. I'm going to be in a theory at the Old King Tavern. You might even see a friend or two. Good talking to you. <clears throat> Just before Cole leaves the door, you hear a voice, a familiar voice, you might say. Do you know what it's like to trust someone to the very letter and have every word they say turn against you and all matter of trust be lost? Do you know what it's like to lose a brother? And if you turned around, you would see the last remaining like bruise on his face is still there. 
Cole doesn't turn around. He looks over his shoulder and says, yes. And then walks away. All right. Uh, Jeremy, you need a hero point. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. That's uh, us. Holy cow. You're halfway through this and you got one, so <laughs> you, you know what you're doing. All right. Do your work. Eric, you're on stage. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> you're up next five minutes. <laughs> Steve-O, we need you now. <laughs> It is sometime later, a little more east, closer to the kingdom of Calvier, but still outside of its border in the town of Embrick. Inside a dilapidated rented house, Cole, you are seated at a table that uh, your friend Valamir has been chatting with you briefly. Valamir approaches and brings oh, a goblet okay. of some cheap wine uh, for each of you and puts it on the table, brushing across a mass of scrolls with all sorts of crazy uh, symbols and stuff and writings and scribblings. Just toss them all to the floor to make room for your drinks. You've already introduced and said your welcomes, but uh, you're really eager to see what the hell this Goliath is doing here. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I understand <laughs> that you have a theory. It's been a while. Two years, actually. And I'm glad to hear that you're still alive and doing whatever it is that you wizards typically do. Nah. But you're doing it a lot less clean than I think I've seen you do it before. Well... I have more things on my mind of late. Like what? Valamir just sort of looks around and like on there's writing everywhere um, <laughs> in different spots. It's like truly the like conspiracy theory like meme. It's just like there's things everywhere writing and like. Is it like, on walls? Yeah. Oh, it's that's like, commitment. All yeah. Right. It's like formulas and, you know, like lines, ley lines, cascading arcs. There's like all sorts of stuff. If, can I ask a question? Yeah. If Cole were smart. Yes. Would there be some sort of echoing thing that he had seen before in some of your father's works? Um, yes, but it, it, it would, it, it it's all encrypted now. Okay. It's basically everything is, is ciphered um, right. to something specific for that only Valamir knows. So if you could decipher. Oh, so he has no. All right. Yeah. He's, he's, he's locked. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is called stupid. <laughs> I've been thinking about things the lines I've seen how you. we could have stopped it mm -hmm. but it's been done I did it yeah yeah you did mm-hmm and here you are yep all done and what are you here for I wanted to see what you were thinking about well you've seen now you can go and what's that mean <laughs> uh, you what that part right there What's that mean? 
You were looking at that twice. It's the last of the cascading arcs. Which one? It, I just want to know. Which I just I just need to know. I can't I can't read it. This isn't why you're here. Why are you here? I want to know what you're thinking. And that's what you were thinking about. What's that? It's about the cascading arcs. What does that mean, Valamir? What are you thinking? It's what, what are we you his... did. It's what I did. It's I brought the I was the one who trusted the cabal. I helped them. I convinced the rest of you. Yeah. And those arcs, those are the three points that we opened up for Cher Mordred. Okay. That's what that is. What's that? More of the same. What's behind you? Why are you here? Because you're not thinking. You're stuck. Look at your entire house. Not only are Does you- Does this look like a crazy person's house? Wiping drool off with one hand. You call this a house? <laughs> you are one of the smartest people I have ever met. You were made a professor at the Lumine Academy because of the Honorary way that you can see magic. Nothing. Because of the way that you interact <laughs> with people. And look at what you have done. You trapped yourself in one moment of time from two years ago. You're not thinking. You're doing the exact opposite. This is hiding. You're a brilliant mind. You're the son of another brilliant mind. And you know what? As smart as you are, you were lied to the exact same way I was. You were fooled the same way I was. And that is not your fault. I can see why you would think that. But it is. Oh, really? And what is your evidence of that? Where's that written? Uh, and Valamir sort of motions like to the whole house. <laughs> like, it's all here. All of it explained here. What about the other side? What's on the other side, Valamir? Death. Do you know that? Well, I've sent enough there. Let's go look family. at the other side. Right now. Come here. And he stands up and he walks out. Okay. He walks out by himself. <laughs> he, he turns around and reaches in the door. It's a lot easier if I don't have to carry you. Wiggle waggle. <laughs> uh, Valamir takes his time. He drink. Yeah, he takes another drink, but finally with more, and, and not out of like it, more out of just resignation and exhaustion than any like not malice. Yeah, not malice. Not you know showmanship. It's literally just fatigue yeah. that is that is taking him time um and he eventually does follow you out and like shields his eyes shields his eyes <laughs> right right yeah what's that you ask a lot of questions i learned from someone who knows how to ask questions <laughs> on the other side of your sc scrawls your thoughts, your blame is the rest of the world, Balamir. 
There's a lot of people out here that have been suffering because we all got lied to. Yeah, I think and I we're did trying for our those best people. to fix it. And I no. think one of the only people in the entire world that can is stuck from two years ago. I don't think I can help you. I don't think I can fix this. How about I help you? Come join me for one last job. I'll show you what you're not seeing in your calculations. Meet me in two weeks. The Old King's Tavern in Ethere. I'll show you what you can do. And take a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Still haven't answered my question. No, I didn't. And he turns and walks away. I liked him more when he was with his brother. <laughs> and he turns around and walks right. back in the house. You said one last job. I was waiting for Valerie to go, God damn it, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is sometime later to the south of where we last were in the outskirts of the kingdom of Thave, a kingdom known for its xenophobia, thieves, blood witches, and all sorts of nastiness. And in particular, there is a cave. A cave of Thave? A cave in <laughs> Thave. And in this cave, it is a well-adorned cave. It has uh, a shrine in there. It has a bunch of incense in there, um, a brazier with smoke emanating, some a small cot hidden off to the side, but some kneeling uh, prayer rugs. And kneeling on that is a Goliath. A Goliath uh, with the last name of Boulderfall. A first name of Caven. Caven for the first time, I think, in a cave. That uh, you know of. That we know of, <laughs> that we've seen. Caven, you are there or praying and thinking and praying, and you've been in this retreat for some time. You hear footsteps approaching, and your instinct to prepare for some sort of trouble, and you have had plenty here while you've been in Thave, is quickly subsided as you instantly recognize the footsteps. <coughs> back. Puts down the weed real quick. <laughs> You're still here. It's just incense. Uh... Where else would I be? I went and saw some friends. You don't have friends. We used to. Cole, you can see that Kaven uh, looks uh, different. Uh, and you've been noticing the change when you visit him from time to time. Uh, how does how does he look a little different, Kaven? Physically. He looks like he's been through some stuff. Yeah, he looks... A little thin. Um, still a Goliath, still tall, but not with the bulk that he once had. Oh, all right. Like sinewy? Like old man workout muscles? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, still in shape, but 
a Goliath Jack LaLanne. Thin in shape. Okay. Mm. Like marathoner in shape rather mm. than heavy lifter. Yeah. Like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. So your friends. Yeah. They're still alive. They're still in shock. And they're ready to make a change. What change? The change, Gavin. You can't be here forever. I know you've been going through things. I know there's a reason you felt called to save. But it's time. It's time to take it back. Did you hear from your friend, the 12? Did he come back? Not yet. Then how do you know? I know... Because every time I go out there and someone else dies, it feels pointless. It feels futile. There is only one way this is going to be corrected. The dead army that I don't have. It's not the dead army. It may be. Maybe that's part of it. But it has to be the living army first. And it has to be us. I know you were, stop, I know you were lied to. And I know you felt betrayed and you felt turned away from and Soline is wherever she's supposed to be in her fights now. I get it. But we were lied to. I was there too. You didn't just turn your back on her or on all of Calavier and Navarre. You turned it on me. And now it's time for you to make it right. You have one week. And if you are not in a fear at the Old King Tavern, I am going to come back here and I am going to either drag you out of this cave or end you in it. Do you understand me? You should leave. Yeah. I should. I'll see you in one week. Pull yourself together. Storms out. A little disappointed that it didn't go as well as he wanted it to. All right. Uh, Jeremy, gain another hero point. (laughs) You're you're maxed out, so you got to bounce it to someone else, though. I'll let you bounce it to someone else. Uh, I'm going to send that straight over to Kaven. All right. You had so much to say that you didn't get to that was in there, and I'm looking, I want to hear it. All right. Uh, and uh, Cole leaves the hills. Uh, we can also see uh, his sword that he has hidden underneath his uh, robe is blood with blood on it, getting here that he knows there'll be blood uh, getting out with through these blood hills. Uh, but he doesn't mind as he heads uh, northeast back into the kingdom of Calivier to the town where he has asked all his friends to meet and hoping that each of them will show up. We will see what happens after our break, and we'll be right back after this. We are back from break. 
Thank you all for joining us, uh, and feel free to drop by our website, ingloriousbards.com, uh, and check out everything we have to offer there, uh, particularly Discord. Come say hi and chat with us and the other fans and tell us your thoughts about the episodes and shows. We love hearing it from you. Uh, all right. In the kingdom of Calavier, to the far west border is a small town known as Atheray. This small town is a trading town, or was up to two years ago, trading town between Calavier and Navarre. Now there's a lot less trade that passes through. And while it is still officially part of the kingdom, and the kingdom is occupied by these dark forces that arrived two years ago, this is one of the few places that the forces now known as the Legion don't visit too often. Every so often, a patrol of these strange, chitinous, orcish, insecty warrior types will drop by and check out the town. But here you'll find uh, the occasional traveler, the occasional merchant, the occasional smuggler trying to bring goods in or people out of the kingdom. In this small town, there is a blacksmith, some farms, uh, some simple shops, not a large town at all, just a town on the side of the road, main highway there. But in this town is a tavern, a tavern called the Old King's Tavern. In the back of this tavern is a porched area. There is a fire pit with that is has a thick circular uh, stone a little mini wall around it enclosing it where you can put drinks chill out and relax and it is uh, early evening time cole you are sitting there maybe looking as anxious as we have ever seen you look sitting in this peaceful tranquil tranquil place but wondering all by <laughs> yourself you stood up by six people <laughs> you Wonder. double booked the evening uh, yeah <laughs> what will happen uh you wait you get another drink and you wait and then Sir, you we need the six top <laughs> <laughs> They said they'll almost be here. Just give five more minutes. Grace Bell, party of five? Grace Bell, party of five? After some time, as the sun is beginning, just beginning to set, you uh, hear some loud footsteps and little pitter-patter footsteps as Vessel comes through the door and gives you a, the traditional warm, gregarious Vessel greeting. Hi. And behind him is Fiona, uh, and she uh, quickly runs around him and uh, joins you in this back out outdoor eating area. We're the first ones? <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Did you talk to everybody the only else? Ones? I did. <laughs> and I thank What'd you for say? being here. They they asked questions like you did. <laughs> did you not answer them like you didn't answer me? I felt like I was on a roll. <laughs> it's rude. You know, but you're here. You know, I'm going to be honest. I kind of phoned it in and just came straight here. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for three weeks. It's, it's really far. <laughs> of course we're here. thought a pigeon could do the rest of the work. <laughs> Why did you choose this place? 
Uh, I'll explain that once everyone else arrives. What if no one else arrives? I'll explain it after we drink a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You begin drinking. It is an hour or so later when the innkeeper says, yeah, you want him in the back. And in strides a Goliath, Caven, looking more bedraggled, perhaps a little tired than you recall seeing him last. He looks looks a little withered, uh, and he strides in, and you see your three friends, Cole, Fiona, and uh, Vessel here. Vessel, upon seeing Caven, would rise to his feet. And give a cautious nod. Does Vessel have eyebrows? <laughs> he doesn't have eyebrows. Yeah. They've not have eyebrows. in the past couple of years. <laughs> she hasn't installed them yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What literally are they seeing when they see Caven? What is he wearing? Caven um, is wearing a hooded shroud. Um. Uh, his chain mail is now nothing more than a chain shirt. The bottom half has been torn away. Um, you know, he's he's thin, he's sinewy. He's still uh, foreboding, but <clears throat> but not beefy anymore. If Vessel were to assess your health in numerals, <laughs> where would I assume that number to be? Numerals would be the four, four and seven. Okay. If you were to give me a health check, give him a pat down. Off. What is it? A, a frisk? Visual pat down? Oh. Does um, does Vessel still sense the uh, the light of Celine on you? How about you make an inside roll, oh. and I'll give you all the information you could possibly want. All right. If I fail this, I will be spending a hero point on that. Here we go. A, an 18. You can tell there is uh, a good-hearted Celine uh, light to him, but something is also different about him significantly, and you can't quite put your finger on it. Can I put my finger on it? <laughs> <laughs> it's close enough. Only no. if you could raise an eyebrow. I have not seen you in two years. It has been some time. You do not look all too well. I've had to make some sacrifices. Like what? (laughs) She says innocently. (laughs) I've been on a retreat, you could say of study, of focus, and I've let my body go. Vessel tries to find two items on him from glancing at him. One a cloak. No, no just no. the one. Uh, one a ring. He looks for the ring that he handed you. Sure, yeah, the ring's still on. The ring's still on? He... Is it like a promise ring? What? No. It's <laughs> a bonding ring, the oh, warding ring. Yes, the... It's a mood ring. It's a mood ring. What it's have you been studying? What'd you learn? Uh, you both have been on the same journey in different directions it seems no no 
She pushes on him. Ow, stop. No. Don't push me over. He took the meth route. (laughs) I follow a new master. (laughs) Ride that spectral pony every day. I'm going to need some money. (laughs) That's that's why I'm here. I'll s- uh, no, I can't do that. No. <laughs> Matt Sammy's knocking him out of the park right here in our in our chat. First of all, she says Vessel has Mr. Potato Head eyebrows. Just remove the ones and stick on the ones for the right mood. <laughs> but she- I don't do it. Fiona does. Fiona does it. You have to change the mood to match what she's put on. That's right. And then she says, Caven's uh, just been on a cleanse. And then she it's my says, new goddess is methany, is what got me. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. If you're available on Tuesday nights, yeah, I mean, we, need another, we need another party member. <laughs> You join the group, you get a little bit more caught up, uh, but there is obviously some wariness in the conversation. Uh, It is not uh, too much longer after when a, uh, I don't know, uh, 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 I don't know what your mood is. The halfling bard shows up, but with like some strange little cuts and bruises and that he just is just not accustomed to from traveling. I regret everything. (laughs) I can bleed. (laughs) I hope I'm coming back. (laughs) Um, Yeah, a uh, shadow in the doorway, and obviously not very assuming shadow or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see something? (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, perhaps a shave might do you some good. And Aragus will walk in. I've been saying that to every tavern from here to now, hoping it would land. Welcome. It wasn't easy getting here, considering all that we've been through, but you gave me some time to think about it, and I don't know... I don't know why I'm here, to be honest with you, but I couldn't stay away. I appreciate your honesty. And he, like, looks around, um, looking for something. You can kind of tell. He's, like, not super secure in his position right now. All right. He, like, greets everybody, but he he's very much, like... So he's the one person missing? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Cole does get up from his seat and walks around and gives Caven a hug. Uh, however it's happened before it's happened several times over the past couple of years where I hug you and you're not the same and it's understood but the hug is there all the same and he goes over to Aragus in the same way and will reach down with one hand and then pull you forward and, and hug you in a way that that's just not been something he did two years ago but it's a lot I'm mortal! I'm mortal! And I, gotta, <laughs> I can feel this! Uh, two years of hugging. Going up in, in that one. 
Aragus joins the group. You guys, again, it's a little slow to warm up, talking a little bit about what you've been doing. Um, and then you guys get some food. It's served. You keep waiting. No one else comes through the door. You drink. You have some laughs, talking about some old times, some of you more so than others. The night goes on and on, and uh, it's clear that it's just going to be the five of you. It's late. Some of you are th trying to figure out what what Cole has done, trying to lift your spirits and bring you here, and what's going to happen next. When the final member of the group arrives and Valamir is standing in the uh, rear door to this outdoor eating area. He just he walks in. And doesn't say anything. Right. He doesn't quite know go. what to say. Um, Wait, does he walk in and then he walks in again? Yeah. He walks in again. <laughs> you know what this party needs. Cole, Cole points to a chair. And he just nods back at Cole and sits down in the chair and gives everybody an appraising look. Um, his eyes resting for a really long time on uh, Aragus. And trying to assess, uh, maybe maybe make an insight check on to, to Aragus's current disposition. You don't need one. <laughs> you're not getting Aragus's, uh, you're not meeting his gaze right now. Yeah. I thought you were trying to get a gist on his immortality, and there's faster ways to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> poke me with a stick. Uh, all right. <clears throat> it's your evening. Everyone fed? Good. Everyone's sober. Close <laughs> enough. We've been through, I can only imagine, some horrible atrocities over the past two years. Whether they've been done to ourselves, done to each other, or the circumstances of where we lived and where we decided to live. But we're not the only ones. The Legion is here. And they are not planning on stay on leaving anytime soon. Sher Mordrin has been looking for you. He's been looking for all of us. I still don't know why. But I do believe that a part of that is because we have the ability to be his undoing in the same way that we were the part of the reason that he's here, that he's in Varen entirely. I have been a part of the rebellion since it started. I have become a general, I have become a soldier, and I have led men to their deaths and sent others on their own. All of them are fools compared to the men around this table and women. What? Yeah. We have the ability to actually make an impact. There's a lot of different types of people that feel different ways about the Legion. Most of them bad, most everyone afraid. But some find that they can benefit from it and have done whatever they can to make it better. One such type snake is named Gullick. 
Gullick transports things throughout the Legion. He is here to help Share Mordrin in any way he can. He will bring in goods. He will take out people. And he will bring in slaves or whatever else is, is felt as needed by the Legion. He's as low as they get. Is he a human? He is. And he's a human in the wrong service. But he's also very punctual. He has a trip where he makes his excursions, where he makes his trades every single month, not far from here. And he's about to pass by in about three days. I have a place where we can get him. We can ambush the caravan. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Cole. I'm... <laughs> Look at your brother. Look at me. We are not so easily mended, my old friend. You quickly pick up the uh, carrying stick of charging into battle, I noticed. Easier for you than for others. I've learned a thing or two about pain in these past two years. But nothing was as painful as what we did to this earth. You expect me to work with these people so easily? To work with myself? After the chaos that we caused? Why us? Why now? Should we believe that we are capable of any of this? What a fantastic question. Why? Why would a halfling, a human, a couple of Goliaths who are bastards from birth, a weird little halfling with too many questions, and the only member of the silent army to ever exist in the past hundred years, why would we be anything? Why would we have survived on our own for the past two years? How could we possibly make a difference when there is a demigod on the planet. Well, you convinced me. <laughs> the answer is because you're tied to him. Yes, and has it crossed your mind that it is by his will that we even continue to live? Or perhaps had we not done anything at all, he wouldn't be here in the first place. The idea of considering that you are smart enough to have done this and able enough to have pulled it off is not only arrogant, it's foolish. And frankly, it's beneath you, Aragus. You know for a fact that you didn't see this coming. That you weren't a part of this. And I can tell you from my experience and evidence and witnesses that I have tortured and killed that this is a long time coming. We are not the circumstances that allowed Cher Morgan to finally be here. We are the catalyst. He's not here because you did it. 
you're here because this was the time for us to arrive. I like am... it or not, we are the six. And that is a name that has gone on to cause fear as well as intimidation. There is advantage in that. Fear amongst our very enemies. I'm not looking for another thug, Aragus. I'm not looking for a wizard who can do a couple of fancy spells and then to disappear and be invisible. I'm here because I needed heroes. I called you here because we are the six. And I know Gullick sounds like we're just trying to take out some little supply caravan. But he is a very influential piece of this puzzle. And he can get us so much closer. And no, we don't have to kill him. We can arrest him, and if it will make you feel better, he can face rest and trial over Navarre. But if he dies, that also would not be a terrible thing. I don't... I... I am so sorry, Cole. I cannot find the logic. I understand you and I have had a different two years. Your experience tells you one thing. But what we did... It, it wasn't a matter of the action we took. It was the length and the amount of time the amount of trust that was lost. <laughs> it is pointed hard. look at Valamir there. It is beneath me to think we could even possibly make a difference in these events. The only difference we had made so far is to bring terror to Varen. Why would now be any different? What else are you two dummies going to do? You're going to still sit around and feel sorry for yourselves? Yeah, we messed up. Of course we messed up. We messed up all the time. This one, a little bigger than the others. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to fix what we did. We'll just we can't let the world live the way it's living right now. I am no knight, Fiona. I am no... You can do great things. I've seen you do great things. It took great things to put the world where it's at right now. And it's going to take great things to undo what the world is right now. Cole's right. This enemy is above us. They used the magic of healing to lure us in, thinking we were doing good deeds. If this is something that you think we can oversee... We have to try... What good is not doing anything going to do? How many more thousands have to die? We have to try. It is because of us that millions did die. And we have to f try to right what we wronged. I am not as tall as you are, Cole. I fail to see the summit of this mountain. Then trust me. 
and follow me until you see it for yourself. You've been awfully quiet. What would you say? Where have you been? I've been away. Looking for an army. Well, that makes two. Draws us two. Makes two of you, I I've been on the other side shoring up this door. <laughs> Someone's been banging trying to get in. <laughs> so you've been looking for an army. You've been looking for an army. Yes. But I'm the coward for staying behind and knowing my place. Nobody called you a coward. Not one of us called you a coward. You didn't have to say the word. I just asked what other option do we have? We've sat on our hands for two years now. And look at the state of Varen. Every time one of those ravenous hordes comes around the old tavernry, I retreat it to my inner self. I, I, I don't know why you've come back for me, Cole. I'm not the same man I once was. No. None of us are. You look the same to me. Well, on the outside, perhaps, but... You haven't aged today. About a week. But a week or so. <laughs> I. It's entirely interior for me. I am. If I am to be a member of this party again, it will take. It will take work for me. I will join you, Cole. But can I ask you a favor then? When was the last time you played? They they never let me play my loot. Will you play tonight? Ergus kinda looks over to the <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, it's been an honor. <laughs> um, yeah, Argus looks over to. Um, it's not wouldn't be a stage. It's uh, more just like a fireplace, a, an apple crate, or something, you know. Yeah. Um, and he uh, he doesn't take out the lute that you've seen before. Instead, he has like a pan flute that he uh, isn't really ever played in story, but whatever. But he goes over to the apple crate and he doesn't stand on it, but he sits down on it and starts at first just <laughs> finding the notes and then eventually he will try to play a relaxing song of rest of some kind. 
He was saying your words. Did you notice? For all the blame that you took on. For all as much as you think you did it. So did he. Well. You starting to see it now? It was never us. I still do not see that. It was not. And you are right. It is not us. It was mostly me. I was the one who trusted the cabal. I was the one with the magical knowledge to make this all come to be. None of this would have happened without me, no matter what the rest of you did. That's very proud of you and complete bullshit. It's arrogance to think that you can cause all of this. You don't know how to even get near the Iron Fortress. Nevertheless, how it works, what portal brought it in, or the magic that was caused around it. You know why? Because you weren't there. There was an entire pile of wizards working for years before you even knew about anything. Before your father knew about anything. And they did it all behind your back. Behind her back. Right in front of my face. You're not that smart. You're brilliant. But you can be duped. And you were. This wasn't you. You were the tool at the time. But because you were the tool, you are also its undoing. Look me in the face and think that you are ever going to be duped again. You know you're smart, smarter than that now. You have it in your soul that you will never, ever, ever be outsmarted like this again. That's why Sher Mordrin fears you. That's why he fears us all. I felt that before, and I was wrong. And I have no reason, honestly, to believe that you are correct now. But as evidenced, I am here. And I have thought for two years about doing what I could against Cher Mordren. And yes, he has worked for quite some time to get to here. Before my time, before my father's time. But I, we, were the catalyst, as you said. And we brought this. And perhaps it would have happened in time regardless. But I am here now. And though I am not the same as I was, as Aragus is not, as we all are not, I am not the same. But I am here. And for now, that will have to be enough. 
It's more than enough. I'm grateful to see you. I'm grateful for all of you. We have a lot to do. <clears throat> Let's get to it. We all go, Let's go, go in. kill some Nazis. Mold <laughs> <laughs> instantly gets up and walks away without looking. <laughs> I always do this when they ask questions. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Meet me in this other town in a week's time. <laughs> We just keep following from town to town. Go, no, 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 no. no we, we, I got to start. <laughs> Can you all split up again? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I did it wrong. Uh, all right, you guys done for the night then? Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, then what are you yeah. up to? Uh, well, so given the fact that... Uh, the sensitivity of everything like this uh vessel is taking more of a <clears throat> proactive uh, uh guardian uh position for the rest so when they're resting he's actually statuesque in the corner eyes out the window and watching the streets for activity uh, specifically that in for the legion and all right you guys were able to get uh, a room up, a couple of rooms upstairs. Yeah, I I took care of that ahead of time. Used my gold to make sure that it, there was great. Space. But still, it was only three rooms with two people per room. <laughs> still, I don't have that much silver. <laughs> uh, and you're back to sharing rooms once again, uh, and. Well, that's going to be uncomfortable. Valerie <laughs> <laughs> and with one bed. Yeah, Ergus yeah, is a bard, and one of the bard feats is that I can pay for a room by playing my instrument. Yeah, so separate room and board for Ergus. <laughs> uh, it is the next day. You guys are up. And uh, it's Cole. It, you're, it's good to see your friends there again, but the excitement is not as much as you would hope. There's there's glances at each other. What's really happening? Uh, it's a little slower for them to get going. Even in the morning, we come down one at a time. Uh, <laughs> <dramatically>. <laughs> Same staircase. We just have to wait for each coffee. <laughs> uh, what do you guys like to do? Oh, you still eat your breakfast like that, I see. <laughs> you still chew with your mouth open. Still chew with your mouth open. Just what's... as disconcerting as it was before. So what's your plan, Cole? We're going to get this smuggler? How are we going to do it? What do you need from us? All right. So his caravan passes by here as he head, heads in towards uh, Canterbury with the Legion. And we're going to stop him. There's a spot in between here and there, about four hours from here, that puts him in a vulnerable place. We're able to jump in an ambush. We can snag him, snag the caravan, whatever's in it, without any other interference of security. There's a good cutoff point that we can use. I have a couple of uh, teammates that I can add in for a distraction, but they're not going to be a part of the real plan. How much security does he have? An adequate amount, but he's used to being able to travel kind of freely around the Legion, so there won't be something that's they're waiting for it because no one gets ambushed. They just don't. He he has gotten cocky, and that's why this is a good time for it because they're going to be lax, not looking for us. 
He has information we need? Not just that. He has information, he has connections, and he has access to places that we have not been able to get into before. So we need him alive. This At is... least until we get the information we're looking for. If he can't make it out, we can find stuff on him, I'm sure. You're going to torture him? Only if I have to. Oh. How? Well, <laughs> I have a couple of techniques I like to use. It usually involves chopping parts off one at a time. I have some thoughts. With a mace? I have some thoughts oh, no, he's on got a torture as well. Okay. I'll get your ideas when we get there. It's creepy. Wait, what vessel yeah. are you saying? <laughs> huh? What vessel are you saying? <laughs> he didn't say loud enough for vessel to hear. <laughs> he thinks he hears something and he turns, but then turns back. And if you look at our chat again, Bat Sammy, just a weird thing. One message, I love this group so much. Next message, rats in a bucket and a torch. Just a weird combination of sentences. <laughs> All Excellent right. torture method, my man. You guys uh, head out on uh, horseback and head out to uh, a <clears throat> mountain pass where uh, this uh expensive coach by this gentleman named gullick uh is definitely known to be found as cole mentioned he is not expecting much trouble although he does come with quite a bit of security but there is uh an arrogance he has had arrogance he's had for some time uh when arrogance is in his pocket right <laughs> uh you uh Head to the place, uh, get there in, in not too long of a time, and it is in a mountainous area covered with trees, ravines that are hard to traverse. You're making your way around and uh, can find where that spot is at. You have no connections. Uh, your connections do not show up, Cole, for any distraction. And so you will hastily uh, cobble together a plan to do a pincer movement come down on the mountain from two different sides of the only road down the mountain pass to prevent anyone from getting out. Communication is not as tight as it was from two years ago. You guys are not striking in the middle of the night as you had expected. There's some miscommunication, the communication stumbling. Communication was never good in the oh, first place. It's even worse. <laughs> And it ends up being an attack in the morning hours. You can see there is a coach with some gear unloaded and some horses that are tied off and uh, a uh, about maybe a dozen guys, um, some on just lazily uh, on guard uh, over a ravine in this mountain area with, again, big pine trees around it and a bridge over some water. Uh, and then others just relaxing or slowly waking up. You can barely see each other from the distance and then start making your way down through the woods to the road and then quickly start closing in on either side of the road to this uh, coach. As you do, you are spotted as you get close in and a human mercenary with one at his side says, uh, bandits, bandits, and uh, arrows are let loose and fly at as your two groups oh. close in from two different sides sides and we have a battle nice. showing it now mm. if you'd like to check out the battle map you can check out the video on our youtube uh, page and uh follow along um we before this would have started uh we all have eight temporary hit points eight, wow. eight. 
It's huge. And this won't take long, Tom. Don't forget. <laughs> All right. We might die. <laughs> so uh, you can see our battle on the map right now. Hopefully, Chris, you've got good control over all of that. Nope. It's technical being, issues. It's being laggy. Being laggy. Yep. All right. I will take control. Um, I also get, yeah, I, I have an error message popping up too. Hardware acceleration. All yeah. Right. Do an F5 if you can to refresh. Very pretty. It's not if working. not, uh, we'll do it uh, theater of the mind, except for Jeremy and I. Uh, all right, so uh -huh. what we have is a path that goes uh, essentially east to west over a ravine with a bridge, and there is a small camping spot uh, for uh, with the coach and uh, your gentleman named Gullick. He is stirring, getting out of his uh, little tent that he has set up, rubbing his eyes and going, what? And you, he can see his guards going, bandits! And more shots are firing off. To the east are two bandits. To the west is one bandit as you guys are coming in three on each side. All human? Uh, the guard, the mercenaries are human. Oh, we're the bandits. I'm sorry. Yeah, you <laughs> sorry. are the bandits. You are the bandits. Uh, next... Are we the sticky bandits or the wet bandits? Yes. Okay. Uh, I seem got, to have control temporarily. Got the mat now. All right. Next to Gullick is a hired wizard uh, who is now looking around and casting some defensive spells. But of better or more increased interest to you guys, there are not one but two Legion warriors, these orc chitinous insect creatures that have come down with the Iron Fortress with Sher Mordren. Two of them are have been on a part of this entourage and they pull out their energized lances and are getting ready to fire at the attackers. This is your first, for most of you, maybe not Cole, engagement uh, with these Legion warriors, and our battle is started. First up is, poignantly enough, Valamir. All right. Um, Shit, I was absolutely not expecting this. I don't even know where I am right now. You're northeast. All right, so northeast. There I am. Um, oh, yeah, zoom out. Yep. So Valamir will uh, delay his action. I am so not ready to do anything. Valamir? Actually, I'm going to cast Mirror Image. Casting Mirror Image. Oh. Uh, and there's no pomp or circumstance about it. It's just... And there's more... You're just going to leave back of, a... More vowels. Yeah. <laughs> just sigh away. Like, uh, you know what this needs? Not more of me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wind blown. <laughs> You're so all... dumb. <laughs> are they all various levels of disheveled vowels? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some are unshaved. Uh, yeah, it's just everybody just... They get <sighs> progressively <laughs> more disappointing. <laughs> this guy's not even in a row, just a bathrobe with a coffee mug. Yeah. Hang on here. Just duplicity Absolutely. or multiplicity, whatever they Yeah, multiplicity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So you cast that spell. Next up are. And I'll move forward 30 feet. All right. Our four mercenaries. The first one is to the west who fires a bow at the closest target, which is. Uh, not Should not be Vessel. Sorry. Wrong one. Woo, that far. should be. I'll clean that up. A little switcheroo. What, Fiona oh, and Vessel on it together? Now they will be. Okay. <laughs> uh, so whoever this is, I dragged over there. Who is this I'm dragging? That's Cole. Cole, Cole, Cole shoot. Critical hits from the bow. Whoa. Really? Yes. Dang. 
17 plus 5, 22 points of damage as your general is immediately brutally hit. Yeah! Again! Uh, second shot is fired. This one at Fiona misses. A another shot is fired. This one also at Fiona. And Are these from the guys in the south of us this is from the this is the guy on the bridge currently the right. east side of the bridge he fires with a total of 20 that hits. Wow. and but minimum damage is four damage I'm that far away how far is that and there is a last guard who is 80 feet one two three four uh firing at he he's gonna fire at valamir uh, but you have some cover there with yep. those trees. And my shield is out as well. So um, AC 17. All right. Uh, and he takes a shot. And where's a the shot? There he is. No, uh, a uh, total, no, I'm sorry, 19. Total of 21. Um, that will, yep, uh, make a roll and see if he hits uh, me. Or, uh, Go yep, ahead and roll, roll for me if you will. And he, uh, 16, so I am down a mirror image. You have plus five armor class, though, because of the big cover that you have. Oh, okay. Then he missed, actually. Okay, great. Uh, he tries to fire through the trees, but misses. All right. Next up is Fiona Tumblepot to the northeast. Yeah. Um, targeting the closer of the two soldiers down south. She's going to... Uh, she'll actually... Will she stay there? What's the? What's my... 90 feet. Yeah. We'll stay there. Um, send a firebolt down that way with uh, probably a miss with a uh, an eleven. Eleven is a miss. Um, and then this is from Vessel's cannon or the cannon on top of Vessel. That's uh, going to be garbage two with twelve. And then she will move up behind uh, Valamir. You move twenty five. Yes. There we go. Where's the vessel? Okay. I just left your side. I know you don't like that. All right. Uh, the spellcasting protector, he steps out a small distance and casts some sort of protective shield over himself, and that's his only action. Cole, you are to the west. You've just been hit by an arrow. What do you want to do? Yeah. Uh, screaming and, and raging, uh, running forward to uh, take this guy apart. When you guys see him run off, he, the cloak that he's had just kind of comes apart as he as he releases it, and you see over the shoulder as he reaches behind himself a Goliath-sized battle axe that has been framing his entire back this whole time. That he just comes comes <laughs> up, reaches and goes for it with one hand and does a massive swing. Um. Well, you're third. You're forty feet away. Oh, he's gonna keep running. Okay. Yeah. Oh, are you charging? It's not a charge, but he's 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 doing a double move and using his action surge. Oh, Ooh, nice. committing to a big hit. He's pissed. Yeah. Big big hit. Wow, that bounced. Roll, roll that. Doesn't count. Got to roll it inside. Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot. That's uh, seventeen. Seventeen is a crunch. All right. Hit him for seven on the first swing, and then back over on. Oh, sorry. Seven plus five. Uh, 12. 12. Juicy hit. Blood splatters. Back over with the other hands. Uh, same amount. So what'd I say? That was 15? Is that what you rolled to hit? Is a miss. 
You said 17 last time. I did say 17 last time. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to do the math. This is a 7 plus 8.15. Yep. So that was a miss the second time. Okay. All right. Swing and a hit. Swing and a miss. Action search spent. Aragus, you're up next. Uh, okay. Aragus will run my 25 feet towards the enemy there. And then can you give me um, a 60-foot range? Just who, um, who uh, in that? That's going to be Cole and the guy. Oh, okay, just that. Um, is he still in 30 feet, the enemy? Uh, they are, yep, 30 feet. Okay. Uh, I... There's more than that. 60 yeah. foot range? Oh, okay. Who's. All right. Who else is in 60 foot? Uh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, that guy, that guy. So one of the Legion Warriors and the Legion uh, Warrior. hired spellcaster and the other. Um, so Warrior. just the one closest to Cole and then. Um... <laughs> Keep going. And the one to the north, oh. um, is he a humanoid? He is humanoid. He is, he is Human. a okay. legion, um, legion warrior. Yeah. And for my reference, are the chitinous creatures humanoid? That's they are humanoid. Okay. The um, Same guy. They look different. No, the, the humanoid that we're pointing to is the legion warrior. But there's He's the chitinous. Okay. I will attack him and the enemy closest to Cole. Uh, with a hold person cast at level three. Oh. Um, and <laughs> I will say to them. Um, actually, let me just do the one, so it's so I don't use my level three spell slot real quick. Okay, so level um, one hold person. A level. It's a level two spell. I'm sorry. Level two. Uh, yeah. Who so level target? two spell slot on the one holding Cole. Okay. He is paralyzed. If he fails, um, what save? Give me the. Uh, save. I'm sorry. A wisdom saving throw. All right, here it comes. It's my wisdom. He, I think, is passed with an 18. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Ah, he shrugs it off. Um, uh, for a bonus action, I will say to Cole, "You can do better than I can." I'll give you bardic inspiration. <laughs> and... Wish I kept the immortality. <laughs> I told you I'm not worth shit right now. Uh, Vessel, why did you bring me? <laughs> uh, Vessel starts to take into a new stride. Uh, moves thirty feet towards the bridge section. Uh, and as he's passing by Viona. So that, right, do you want to be right beside Fiona? Cause not right know. beside. I'm, I'm making for the bridge section. Okay. All so of the, at least from here. Pass, the, uh, Fiona, then. Well, uh, within range, at least, okay. uh, just passing in that direction. Thank you, though. Um, uh, all of the fighting is across that bridge. No enemies on our side There's that I can see. Some, guys, some guys down here. Some, some guys down right there. there. And then. All Everybody's right. Kinda... Uh, says in passing to Fiona. If this goes poorly. And casts Warding Bond upon Fiona. Okay. Uh, and uh, draws out his weapon and shield and prepares for additional combat it can't here. go poorly. And for people who do not know, what is Warding Bond mean? Uh, Warding Bond, uh, level 2 spell, uh, attached specifically to Fiona in this case. Uh, it adds one armor class, provides resistance to all forms of damage, which Vessel shares half of that with her. All right. 
Okay, next up are the Legion Warriors. There is one that has just stepped onto the bridge in the middle of our map over the uh, ravine with the water below. He levels his uh, energized lance and is firing across the ravine at Valamir, but this is pushing uh, the range of his weapon, and he is at disadvantage to pull this off. So that's the good news. Which Valamir? Uh, sorry, not, uh, <laughs> what do you mean, which Valamir? Well, there's many Valamir. There are many Valamir. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, he's shooting at you. Um, dun, 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 with that roll. That did not come through. Stand by. He is shooting at you with advantage. How do I get disadvantage? I'll just take the lower of the two numbers. I'm figuring out my... UI, it's been two weeks. Is it control? It's control. All right, he blasts at you with a uh, nine and then f shoots a second time with an eight and misses with both of those. The bl energy lashes out uh, laser-like white uh, energy and blasts the trees nearby you. The other one steps uh, out uh, from around the uh, coach, the expensive-looking coach, and it's going to blast at Aragus. Twice. Oh. Aragus, 14 to hit. Yep. What? Yes. yes. That's a hit. That and is a hit. 23 to hit. That's a big old hit. You Jeez. take 11 points of lightning damage. Wow. 18 points of lightning Holy damage. Buckets. Wow. Oh, oh, my Lord. Aragus gets two blasts. Center Where's mass. Aragus for me? Way the hell over there. The turn, From, okay. Okay, the turn is almost over, except last but certainly not least is Caven. So Caven... What do you have in your hands, by the way, Caven? We just mentioned a cool axe that Cole has. Um, Nothing at the moment. Nothing. Caven just starts bolting out um, kind of after his brother. And so he goes, he moves his 30... And as soon as he gets his 30 feet, he just stops and he just, he kind of Spider-Mans his hand. And you hear two cracks and you see two bolts of energy go towards uh, each of the Legion. Oh, all right. What Makes kind of energy? Force. What, what do they look like? They're, they look like white lightning. White lightning. White lightning. Uh, go ahead and make two uh, spell attack rolls, please. Oh, yeah. I, I have to do that. <laughs> uh, Sounded encouraging. That's a six. I'm <laughs> going to use a hero point. He wants to make a good first impression. I really do. There we go. That's better. 21. 21 is a hit. And uh, 25. Is a hit. Ooh, nice. And those are... Does Vessel see this? I don't know. No. Far away. You're pretty far away. Uh -huh. And it's that's... lightning from his hand and fireballs from his ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I believe ours. it's plus four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little brave heart. <laughs> and on the first one, that's 13. The second one, that's nine. 13 and then nine damage. You hit both of them. They are barely injured, but they did take the hits. Uh, and you get a, a weird cockeyed glance from Cole as the energy goes blasting past him. Uh, we are back up to Valamir. I don't know if we can um, retcon. I would have had my new ability manifest mind 
uh, up and running. Um, okay, sure. And so Valamir, I mean, it does only take a bonus action, but Valamir will head 30 feet closer to the action here. And actually, I can just, I think, summon it in that moment because um, I can summon it up to 60 feet away. And then what I'm going to do, which we're, we'll eventually need a token for that guy. I, yeah, I got it. Just tell me where you want it, or I'll just put it right here for you. Yeah, it's going to go, it's going to be over here. Can you control them? I think so. Maybe not. Okay. Maybe. No, it doesn't look like I can actually That's move right. it. I'll, I'll make the change. Um, so it'll be kind of in the midst. And one of the nice things about the Manifest Mind is I can cast the spell at the location of the Manifest Mind. Um, and so what is this? Uh, it is a spectral spell book is what it looks like. It is my awakened spell book. So my spell book is actually a sentient being um, that I work in conjunction with through the Order of Scribes. Like Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, um, <laughs> And so, yeah. So it basically is an insubstantial spectral ghostly tome. Um, think Necronomicon type style. Got it, yeah. um, and it floats around of its own will, but I can see through it. I can cast some spells through it, uh, a, a number, uh, which I'm going to cast right now, in fact. Okay, can, uh, you, can you point or show me where you want it to be? And yeah, there? it's going to be, I think, right there. Okay, across the ravine next to Gullick. And uh, I measured it out. It, I'm going to cast a slow through there, and it's a 40-foot cube. And I could just hit uh, the two Legion guys and the Mage and uh, uh, Gallic, I believe, as well. Okay. Um, so that's slow. It can affect up to six targets. And affected target speed is halved. It takes a negative two penalty to AC, dexterity saving uh, to and dexterity saving throws. It can't use reactions on its turn. It can either take an action or a bonus action, not both regardless of the creature's abilities or magical items. It can't make more than one melee or range attack during its turn. If a creature attempts to cast a spell within the casting time of one action, roll a d20 on 11 or higher. The spell doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn. Uh, and it's concentration up to a minute. Okay, uh, and that's wisdom saves they get to make. Uh, uh, 14 yeah. for the uh, hired wizard. Fail. A 8 by the legion guy. Also fail. And who else did you get? The warrior? Yep. Wisdom save. He's going to make it. He's going to make it. Nope, seven. Oh, yep. nice. So they're all slowed. Uh, all right. Fantastic. Fantastic. If you're done, it is warrior um, time. Yes, I am done right now. Uh, Focusing, all right. concentrating Warriors. on the slow. What? <laughs> he wants them to come out and play. Yes. Uh, uh, all right. The warrior that right is right next to Cole drops his bow and lashes out with a long sword just one time. Uh, with a 14. Swing! No. And that's all he's got. Swing. And tries to get up a little wooden shield in defense. Uh, there is another warrior who is firing a bow at the wizard standing out in the open, uh, Valamir, mm -hmm. and that is a 13 to hit. <laughs> Second shot is fired. Oh, and he breaks his bowstring with a natural one. 
And there is one on the bridge. He will also shoot at the wizard standing close and out in the open. And his shot is a 17. That will miss. Ooh, how does that miss? Uh, mage armor plus an actual shield oh, in right. hand. So my AC right now is 19. How would you get so far ahead? Um, and like he moving? misses. Um <laughs> uh, Oh, wait. No, I am so sorry. I am not trying to cheat. He gets a plus two for his martial role of often of, uh, attacker. So he has a 19. Um, then my shield reaction will kick in and give me a plus five AC until the end of my next all turn. All right, done. Fiona. Because I do not want to take all that. Uh, that we have the firebolt action with a 21 to hit. And who who are you attacking? Oh, I'm sorry. The the northernmost uh, warrior, warrior uh, to the south. Okay. So 21 to hit. Okay. Yeah. 25 points of fire damage. Wow. Holy <laughs> Boom. <laughs> he gets lit up. Badly hurt now. Near death. Even. Oh well. Let's see if we can finish this with the uh, the cane and. Yeah, natural 20. <laughs> From Vessels Vessels Cannon. Cannon. All right. Jeez. He is 65 feet away. That's 120 feet. Oh, my God. Yes. It just means we're going to have to play with bigger maps. Oh, uh, <laughs> boom. His seven hit points don't matter. He nope. is obliterated. Uh, fantastic. Uh, if you're done, the spell casting guy can go. I will move 25 feet. Can I move 25 feet? Yes, you certainly can. How's that feel? Did Did you see what happened? Across the area, I just watched you throw a huge fireball and then explode a guy with a cannon. Yeah, I saw that happen. The hired <laughs> wizard. <laughs> the hired wizard now goes and he casts a spell, lightning crackling over his fists. However, he's casting it slowly as he has been slowed. Mm -hmm. uh, everyone failed that slow, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So there's uh, four of them currently slowed. Oh, uh, I think I only rolled three times. Who was oh. the fourth one? Uh, it would have been the Gullick himself. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we're good. Uh, he's not taking any actions. He's hiding cower. <clears throat> All right, so he's casting a spell. While slowed, a creature casts a spell with a casting time of one action, rolls a d20 on 11 or higher, doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn, and a creature must use this action to complete it. 18, he is screwed over and slowly trying to cast this spell. Uh, all right, it is, and very confused as to what is going on. It is Cole's turn, still toe-to-toe -to -toe with a guard. Ugh. Kinda don't want to worry about him being here. Caven, can you stop that spellcaster? I'll, I'll do what I can. If you did it now, could you do it? Can you reach him? I can reach him. Then do it. I'm going to use Commander Strike, so my then do it really resonates in you. And you get to take one of my attacks. Cool. And when you do, add four points to your damage if you hit him. Okay. Um, he. What, what was that battle master? That name? is a battle master called Commander Strike. Nice. So when I take the attack action on my turn, I can give it to I can give an attack to somebody else. Uh, so Caven Caven just kind of moves his hand towards the wizard and Gullick, and. Two more white lightning bolts go racing out. 
Uh, so that is not going to work. Uh, a creature can immediately use its reaction to make one weapon attack. He's not doing a weapon attack. Oh. That's leading uh, men into martial battle. Sorry, yeah, the, the shorthand on my uh, term doesn't say that. It just says use a bonus action to direct an ally that can see or hear you to strike using its reaction. Yeah, it says right. use its okay. reaction to make one weapon attack, adding the spirit or die to the attack. So that won't work with what he's trying to do. Never mind. You rush up and get him soon. <laughs> uh, and Cole is going to uh, take a swing at the, uh, the guard in front of him. All right. Big swipes. Uh, yeah, for 25. Yeah. Hits him for nine. And does it again. For a natural 20. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's probably going to do it. So rolling a d12. That's a 12 plus nine. Uh, he is destroyed. Run forward. Cut him down and cold spare, spares no moments and rushes forward to where? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rush right into the spellcaster that I was just uh, talking to. Uh, okay. So that might trigger an opportunity attack based on how far you get by a legion dude. Uh, am I going right through him? Mm-hmm. To get there. Is it 30 feet? <laughs> what does slow do to opportunity attacks? Uh, ooh, it messes it up. Yeah, they yep. can do one reaction or a bonus action. Um, you can, with 30 feet, get there. You will be passing by in a, in a corner square. No, it can't. They cannot use reactions. Oh, okay. Flat out. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Do it. You're good. He goes to make the opportunity attack, and it's just slow. Uh, <laughs> just runs by. Looks at him like Superman, looking at the bush, yeah. saying, I got you. Quicksilver. Uh, okay, so you charge right at him. And uh, by the way, this is a mountain ambushing map by someone named uh, Palpy uh, on Dungeon Alchemy. Hello, Palpy. Thank uh, you, Palpy. Aragus, you are up. Okay. Um, Aragus oh. is not loving the situation he is in. Aragus is feeling pain deeply, deeply, deeply for the first time in a long time. <laughs> you should be Exterior pain, folks. This is a... What did you get him into? Aragus has... It's unscripted pain. Aragus has no confidence in his abilities, considering the fact that most of his spells are wisdom saving throws, and the last one he just did was a critical success on their part. So that, on top of his current health, Ergus is not in a good place. Looking at the chaos of the battlefield, surrender <laughs> is not far from it. Um, he will slowly come around the corner to see what he can see, uh, his 25 feet... Take you right um, looking at the orcish yeah. insect oh legion creatures. Good job, Chris. Thanks. <laughs> Any amount of help would be nice. <laughs> That's there. You go. Um, Ended up in the right spot. The one closest to Cole. Um, just the exact literature of my spell. What's the spell? Uh, so the. The energized spear of the um, legion creature begins to glow, if my <laughs> eyes are correct. Looking at it, it looks to be made of metal of some kind. Uh, make a, I'll let you make a perception roll from here. A what roll? Perception roll? Perception roll. Is that one of my things? No, skill. it's not. It's a skill roll. No, but I have a thing that mm. I... 
but it's it's not. So um, no, those are persuasion. Yep. I think. Uh, what's my target number? Uh, Hero point is my target. Okay. <laughs> Uh, how about a 18? 18. It is not of a metal you've ever seen before. Sounds like it is metal, though. But he hasn't said it is or not metal. <laughs> or it could be a chitinous hardened shell. Like, like um, a beetle. Yeah, it could be like an, an exoskeleton. Bone, you say yeah. beetle? Yeah. That's crazy. I have a lot of vicious mockery insults about beetles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh... I will use the action, and I will cast Heat Metal on the spear. Okay. Uh, one action, one minute. Choose a manufactured object such as a metal weapon. Uh, it glows red hot. Uh, they have a choice. They can either drop the weapon or take 2d8 fire damage if it is, in fact, metal. All right. Um, the bad news is he takes no damage and does not drop the weapon. That's bad news. Hmm. Is there some good news in there? The good news is you glean a resistance that they have from that. Okay. Okay. And I believe that is Erigus's turn. That is an action and a movement. That's everything. I have a bonus action to be determined, which will be used in the following manner. <laughs> what are you going to do? I am what? going to... Fine. Teleport. What? What? <laughs> How? You can only cast one spell per turn yeah. unless it's a cantrip. Well, unless it's a bonus action called Misty Step, which I can cast once per uh, long rest, I believe, without using a spell slot. F from what source? The Fey Magic. Oh, yeah, go for it. The Ley Line Magic uh, I was affected with. Uh, I will... Blue Mist and... Powder will puff. I think it'll be up to yeah. 60 Where feet. do you want to go? I will get right behind coal. The south of coal. South of coal. Okay. Yes. Vessel, you're up. You're on the east side of the bridge. Fantastic. Uh, using uh, full first movement, that's 30 feet. Running up, closing the distance on the wizard. I'm seeing my location correctly. Yeah, you're up here. Yeah, so I got to get down there. Get a vessel movement. Can I say something to Cole real quick? Are you sure. able to move me? Um, while feet. you're being moved, um, Ergus is going to yeah. whisper um, Thanks, to sir. Cole, um, avoid using fire to injure them. Short of an explosion, I don't think it'll help much. Good notes. Targeting the creature on the bridge who looks like he's standing some sort of guard and ready to attack. The Legion Warrior. The Legion Warrior. All right. Uh, this attack is a Sacred Flame. No cover. Uh, it is a dex save. 14. Dex save. He nimbly dodges with a 13. Except he has a negative, negative. 2 to all dexterity saving Wait, throws. Wait, that guy? Slowed. 2? Oh. No, no, no. Only if they're slowed. Sorry. Not that guy. 13. I have a 13. Here comes damage. No cover provided. All blah, right. blah, blah. Oh, my God. A two. <laughs> two points of damage? Roll the two. What kind of damage? Radiant. He enjoys it all. 
and barely feels a thing. <laughs> oh, oh, refreshing. <laughs> it breeds. In return, he will blast at you, oh, wizard. Uh, wizard uh, <laughs> cleric. <laughs> it's going to blast at you twice. And that he's not going to do. He will do five. No, he's going to blast at you uh, with his energy lance. Uh, a 12 to hit and a 14 to hit go flying by and miss. They do. Then he triggers his aggressive action and spends his uh, bonus action to you charge with his movement and charges uh, across the bridge to the other side, getting closer to Fiona Vessel and Valamir, but he's not there. Still about 30, 40 feet away, but he's closing the distance. There is another Legion warrior. He sees, uh, he's very close to Cole and Aragus and steps in and repositions his uh, energized lance and it changes and starts to buzz like some sort of uh, lightsaber Star Wars lightsaber stormtrooper thing that they had like in the oh the shock sticks shock stick shock type sticks. thing at the front yeah. and he has that and he swings it down at Cole and he has uh, bah, 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 uh, advantage there because they've got you flanked and swings twice. However, he is slowed, right? He is one of the ones that are slowed? Yes. Yep. He can only attack once. Well, he gets one action. His action is multi-attack. So he gets oh. he gets two attacks. That is a 15 to hit. No. I'm sorry? Yes. I rolled twice, <laughs> and I didn't roll twice. It's a 26 it to hit. It does say regardless of the creature's abilities or reactions on its turn, it can use either an action or a bonus action, not both regardless of the reactions. It, can, one it can't make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. There, that's that will take twenty-six to hit. Does hits fourteen points of uh, lightning damage. Uh, Cole turns real quick, feeling it absorbs fourteen points of damage <laughs> nice. inside his stone <laughs> roll. skin. And, and stares at him and shrugs back. Fantastic. Good to be level six. <laughs> I don't have that one, so yeah. <laughs> to the southwest <laughs> is Caven at the end of the round. Um, Caven watches that happen, and then again with his with his arm already stretched out and his fingers pointed, uh, two more claps of of lightning shoot at the legion that just took a swipe at Cole and right. the is that the wizard for hire or yep. is that behind him? Yep. Yeah, those two. One at each of them. One at each of them. Um, am, do I have to do I do I roll one twenty for both of them or do I roll separate twenty? Separate attacks. Okay. Uh, for one of them, I'm gonna use my other hero point. It was a one. It was a natural one. So. Good idea. There we go. Um, first one is a sixteen. Okay. Second one is a twenty-four. All Twenty-five. Right. You hit with both. Nice. And then it's um, seven and seven. Seven and seven. Um, and he yells out, fight me! <laughs> uh, From way over here! And then he Warrior runs 30 feet closer. Runs even closer. Valamir. <clears throat> All right. He's a little guy at the same. Uh, let me take a quick range check here on something. Draw a little circle what here. What can my book do? We have them piled so up on the bridge. Circle will do 20 feet. We don't need the bridge. Boop, 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 boop. Oh. 
<laughs> oh, look at that. I can hit all three of them. I believe. Yeah, that's three. Um, so, yeah, at that point right there, uh, Valamir will draw a ball of fire, but it looks a little bit different. It's just this sort of, instead of being an orange fire, um, it's kind of blue um, and seems, and, and just as it flies by vessel, instead of feeling heat, you feel an intense cold as it goes by. Um, and it is a fireball that is actually being cast with a different form of damage. Oh, that's your cool um, scribe Yes, and instead of fire, uh, it will be um, ice, cold. Nice. It will be soft serve. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so take this gelato. Saving throws. Anybody who is slowed gets a negative two at that. Fifteen is your target number. Holy crimey. It has been a while since I've seen you roll a handful of dice. I miss that. Yes. How much damage? Thirty-three. Cold damage. Okay. The um, guard to the southeast corner takes half of that and just barely dodges out of the way. Uh, the guard on the bridge, who is totally unharmed, is obliterated in cold nastiness. Mm -hmm. You said 33? Yep. And the legion warrior takes all of that as well. The ones nice. on the bridge took a huge, massive and amount of damage. And Valamir will continue to move forward. Just an applauding, just steady, just... How are you? Yeah. Which, yeah, which one are you moving towards? Forward, uh, boy? Yeah, I am going to move towards the bridge. Yeah, don't worry about what the, the, the guy to All right, the guard to the south is going to fire his bow at whoever is closest, which is going to be Valon here. Off of tokens, because you need the circle, so go out of character, then it can do it. Good yeah. character. Got it. I think. All right. He fires his longbow of Valamir with a 13 to hit. Uh, that will absolutely miss. Okay. He shoots and misses, and then he is going to burn his second feet. wind and heal himself 14 hit points. Oh, that yeah. little turn. 30 feet. <laughs> uh, that's it. We went from four guards down to just one. Fiona, you're up. The last guard with the firebolt is going to be a 24 to hit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 14 points of fire damage. You just canceled his second win that he just did. <laughs> I feel bad. I don't feel better. And then uh, the cannon on top of Vessel with a 24 to hit. Yeah. Vessel's running like southwest with the cannons tracking the guy. <laughs> Nine points of force damage. All right. He is almost dropped. Uh, it is the spellcaster's turn. The hired wizard. He finally finishes his spell mm -hmm. and lets loose with a huge crackle of lightning and blasts straight down and is hitting the two Goliaths and the Legion warrior with a lightning bolt. What are we rolling? Uh, we are rolling it's lightning bolt. Saving throw? That is dexterity saving throw. Ooh, not bad. 13. Rolling the damage. 
Okay, shoot, lightning crackles out, and you guys are five foot wide blast out from you. You guys are, blah, 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 blah. but I hear a 13? Yeah. You pass. Wow. Um, you take uh, 12 points of damage, Cole, and Caven, you take 25 lightning damage. Caven takes 20, or Caven takes 13 lightning damage using stones endurance. All right. And then the confused wizard finally sees what's going on and shouts, Kill the wizard! <laughs> and slowly pointing across the ravine. <laughs> it is Cole's turn. Cole, you are surrounded by the uh, spell, uh, hired spellcaster and this legion warrior. Yeah. And I'm going to make it messy. Big swing at the spellcaster in front of me. Oh, with the wrong, there we go. Ah, 18. 18. Uh, you need to roll with disadvantage as he is blurry. Oh, shoot. All right. He also has a negative 2 AC from being slowed. Well, it's either 18 or it's 26. Uh, 5, 25, excuse me. So with disadvantage, what was your roll? Uh, with disadvantage, I have 18. 18 is a hit. Awesome. Uh, I hit him for... I, uh, I'll just do it again. Okay. Uh, 13 points of damage. Yes. And if I swing out of a second time, is that also blurry disadvantage? Yep. All right. I'm going to do it. Uh, one was awesome at 26. The other one is not as awesome at 13. 13, you miss. You catch a little, uh, little and glimmer of him, and he says, What's better than one of me? <laughs> <laughs> and just to be clear, that was even with the negative two AC? Yep. Okay, perfect. Uh, <laughs> he's checking through uh, that. Well, no, no, yeah. no, point of order. Yeah, yeah, well, you know. Uh, damn rules, lawyer. <laughs> uh, Aragus, you're right next to Cole. You got right in the thick of it, my mm, little friend. I did, didn't I? Um... Uh, with very little confidence, um, Ergus looks at the spear thing, uh, sees that it changes some weird way, and just, I've seen sharper loaves of bread than this! Cast Vicious Mockery upon the, uh, right. Orc Legion. He's warming he up. What does he roll for that? Oh, uh, it's a, um, excuse me, uh, blah, blah, wisdom save. Okay. Of course. Legion Warrior rolls a wisdom save of 12. Oh, he fails. He takes 2d4 psychic, which is four points of psychic damage, okay. and he has disadvantage on his next attack roll. Oh, that could quite play into things. Oh, nice. I will then... Do I have any good bonus actions I can do here? Um... Yeah, I will say to... Um... Gullick is his name? Yeah. Um, I'll say to him... Listen here, hooligan. Surrender now and Cole won't bash your face in. And he'll take a unsettling words on his next saving throw. Of okay. Kind. He responds angrily to that. This uh, rich, foppish-looking guy in a fine little outfit and a little stupid ruffled um, 
Blackadder collar uh, and takes out a dagger and throws it at your uh, team member, which is the weird ghostly little tome thing about 10 feet away from him. Mm-hmm. The dagger just flies through, yep. arcs out. Insubstantials. It is... Drops down into the ravine. Yeah. How uh, deep is said yes. ravine? Said ravine, ravine is probably 40 feet. Anyway. 40 feet. It is Vessel's turn. Vessel's turn. Uh, vessel will close the distance, uh, still being uh, five foot back from the creature. Do you want to be to the north or south of Velomir? I'll be to the south of Velomir. Deck save 14, please. Deck save for the Legion guy? The Legion guy. Okay. He nimbly, I said this last time, 13. Fails to dodge out of the way. Ten points of damage. Of radiant. Radiant damage. This is nice. your fire. Lights up and then consumes him, and he is still alive but injured. Uh, Legion Warrior, it is his turn to go next. He is going to step in and engage the wizard. What a... Dun, 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 dun. And swiping twice with his energized lance. Uh, 15 to hit Valamir, 21 to hit Valamir. That uh, will hit Valamir. Okay. Still have mirror image? Uh, I do, indeed. Can you keep mirror image up and the slow? Uh, Mirror image is not concentration. Uh, Slow is concentration. I rolled a 17, so it strikes the first of my mirror images. All right. Uh, Good. One less Valamir. Uh, (laughs) Shh. Oh, God, why did I bring this guy? (laughs) There's Such another Legion <laughs> warrior, and he... Oh, God, he doesn't like you, Ergus. He's emotionally scarred right yes, now. Yes, but he's gonna. he knows the tactical advantage. He has a huge advantage attacking this back of this Goliath. So he is striking at the back of the Goliath twice with his energized lance, but instead of getting advantage, it's straight because of yeah. your, your effect disadvantage. on him, which is Is nice. he still slowed, or is that only one round? I don't think that's that guy that's slower, is it? it was this like a, is that guy a who's slow. Okay, yeah. Thing, yeah. Uh, and that is still a 19 to hit you. Wow. Oh, just hits. Uh, for 19 lightning damage, though. Okay. I take 15 of that. Okay. Uh, stones uh, under... Nine lightning damage. Oh, okay. Nine. That's a lot better. So sorry. I will only take five of that. Okay. Uh, that is it. Caven. Um. Haven rushes up to the Legion that is uh, over by Aragus and Cole. And he looks at him and he says, You are cursed! And he rolls, uh, takes a swing with his Warhammer. And let's see this. 15 to hit. 15 to hit is a hit. Okay. And it's the same Warhammer. Actually, you would have advantage yes. on him as well so because you're flanking him. That's 15, true. 16, 17, yeah. If he yeah. W- oh, yeah. Um, Should roll another one in case you get a 20. I did, and it wasn't. Oh, okay. So he rolls this, and he's going to roll one of these. Um, also, he, be, right before, yeah, he said you're cursed. Um, so he rolls the damage. It's going to be 16, 18 points of damage. 18? Yeah, because he's hexed. Text. As a bonus action, and then he gets another attack. The eyebrows around the table went, What? Say, <laughs> <laughs> wait, a magic word we haven't used yet? Um, and that is 20 to hit. 
you still have advantage. A total. So. Okay. Close. Um, and somewhat multi-class. Seventeen points of damage. Wow. Uh, you, what type of damage is this? By bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. Um, He's still using a warhammer. Okay. Yeah. He enjoys all of that damage for sure, and is also badly uh, injured. Uh, great job. We're back up at the top with Valamir on the east side of the bridge with a legion right in front of you. Um. Yeah, so uh, Valamir will kind of looking between, because he's seeing the guy facing Aragus and Cole, and he's in melee range with another guy. Um, and he does wiggle his fingers, but remembering his father's words, he no longer uses verbal components for Magic Missile, um, as he was chastised once long ago about it. Um, and we'll cast Magic Missile to, at second level, two darts going at his guy and two darts going at um, the guy that both Caven and Aragus are. Each of the Legion Warriors. Yeah. Two and one. All right. So All right, everyone at home, say it with us now. The first two at the guy that he is in melee range with is maximum damage at 10 damage from, from, nice. from two nice. bolts. All right. Uh, and the other one is... Uh, oh! Also, from that hex curse, sorry, he's also disadvantaged for dex. Okay. Six damage. Six damage. To the other guy. All right. Uh, done. Arrows fly across. And then Velomir's uh, little thingamabobber there is going to move, basically sit on top of Gallic for now, and, and, and sort of... Oh. Taunt him. Yeah. <laughs> Just tormenting. Read yeah. me. <laughs> uh, all right. There is a wounded guard, human guard left, and he is running straight towards Fiona and then straight past Fiona, heading to the northeast. <laughs> Fiona, it's your turn. I'm going to light his ass up as he comes <laughs> by. Fireball. For a natural, or sorry, non-natural 20 to okay. hit. Okay, he has seven hit points left. I have about 26. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled max damage. Yeah, oh, eight, eight, and ten wow. on an eight and eight and a ten. Or nice. almost max damage. Jeez. Obliterated. Anything else you're doing? Yeah, there's a cannon on top of Vessel that was tracking that guy. Just, and now it's just like... <laughs> And is going to uh, shoot a plume of flame from it at um, that Legion warrior. All right. And uh, it's a dex save. Mm -hmm. That's my my thing. Oh, okay. Dex save. 14. Rolling normal. He has rolled a 14. Uh, he still takes three points of fire damage. Okay. He takes some Does of that. Take, yeah, okay. Do I do I so, wait, recognize that he's not taking all of the that fire That was at damage? the Legion? Yes. Did you roll it with disadvantage? Uh, I don't see that. I am looking at uh, your ability. Uh, different. It's the Legion. different. It's the guy on the other side. Oh. It's just the one close to Fiona. But I'm still looking at your ability, and I'm seeing... Target has disadvantage on ability checks made with the chosen... Uh, also, choose ability when you cast a spell. Target has disadvantage on ability checks made. So, that was that ability. a spell you cast? It was a bonus action. It was a spell. On the warrior as a bonus next action. to us? 
I thought it was a no, warrior. Next no, no, it's a different one. Oh, but I'm sorry. Just, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, it's a different one. I'm just trying to make sure because you have two different ways of doing this stuff, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to make sure I understand which one. So you cast a spell. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll take a look at that later. Great. Okay, um, who's next? It is the spellcaster. spellcaster's turn. He's done that. He's done that. Where's the spellcaster? Right next to you. That's a spellcaster? Oh, no, 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 no. We're over here. Okay. He is going to uh, clap his hands together with uh -oh. a huge boom, but we'll see how fast it takes him to cast it. <laughs> 11 or higher is bad for him, and he rolls... God dang it, a 14. <laughs> His hands are slowly coming together. You're a rumble of thunder coming. You guys are going to be so mad when this happens. <laughs> uh, and he is done, and it is Cole's turn. Cole's going to do everything he can to interrupt that clap. Maybe <laughs> he can just cut those hands off. Swinging it. Yeah, 25. 25 is a hit. For 15 points of damage. Uh, what type of damage? Uh, slashing. Slashing. Damage. Uh, all right. Uh, where, how much does he have left? Okay, yeah, 15. As you hit him with 15 lightning backlashes, when a creature hits him with an attack, the attacker takes lightning damage Ooh. equal to half the damage dealt. So you take seven in return. Uh -huh. <laughs> Then roll a six-sided die. Don't roll a five or a six. Is that an automatic ability? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's five. Five. And you see lightning appear on his body again, recharging. Shoot. Uh, all right. Anything else, Cole? Yeah, hitting him a second time. <laughs> that's literally stuck in the corner. Uh, okay, so that's a 17 to hit. 17. Uh, okay, yeah, that's a hit. No, that is... Oh, yes, he is slow. That is a hit. Seven. Uh, that's max damage and 17 points of damage. He had exactly that wow. much left. <laughs> Lightning <laughs> sparks off his corpse, but then fizzles out. Uh, nice. No, no 12 on 12. For him. Ah! Aragus. Ooh. Um, Aragus will say to um, Gullick... Look around you, man. We can stop this now, or you won't like what happens next. Uh, and Aragus will cast upon the uh, Legion creature and, um, uh, sorry, Gullick, um, a Dissonant Whispers. Okay, and what do they do? That is a wisdom saving throw. All right. Legion Warrior rolled a 14. Okay, that succeeds. And a 13 for Gullick. That is my what they needed to get. So they both succeed. Um, so they will only take four points of psychic damage since it's half. Um, it was eight. Um, and that's it. Uh, okay, don't forget to track your cool loot um, capabilities of failed saves. Oh, yes. Sorry. Uh, you only get one per spell cast. I'm pretty sure they've been... Uh, I'm going to mark if two. If is done, I think two is totally fine. Vessel. Uh, Vessel yes. reattaches his mace and grapples the, war, uh, the warrior. Oh. 
Whoa, just grapple? Just puts his, his stuff aside and starts yeah, but getting in very close to him. Grapple rules. Sorry. You're just trying to hold his face in front of the cannon? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Stay, stay here. here. Stay here. Say cheese. <laughs> uh, grap, 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 grapple, grapple. I know every rule system is entirely different. Uh, make an <laughs> athletics check. Um, I'll hero point that one. Eh, not too much better. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. You have failed. He is too strong for you. Anything else? Uh, bonus action. I will... Bring up sanctuary on myself. Giving you some protection if they attack you. Correct. Okay. Uh, it is his turn. He shall attack you. He needs to roll a wisdom save. Check against mine. 14. All right. Saving is a 17 is his total. And he swings at you twice with his energized melee lance with a 15 to hit. Negative. And a uh, miss... And you can try to grapple him again for free right now. I will try to do that. With a natural one. Uh, Non-natural one. No, 19. 19. 19. 19. You have grappled him. Take your shots. And he just starts uh, tussling with him. Uh, all right. Um, and grapple. Uh, grapples. Creature speed is zero. So he's currently... Grapple. Taking the grappler. Uh, sorry, I'm frantically trying to read these rules in the middle of combat for grapple. I hate grappling. <laughs> I'll remember that for the future. Yeah. Uh, we will uh, all be grappling. Yes. <laughs> I will grapple too. All right, his movement is zero is what I'm doing for now. Uh, there is a legion warrior that is caught between some Goliaths and a halfling. And he is going to strike at Caven, who's come up from behind. Okay. With just one attack, with a natural 20. Wow, shit. Oh, crap. With a natural 20, and he does... Twenty two zero points of lightning damage to you. Okay, we'll take it. <laughs> All right. Now it's his turn to strike uh, back. I'm kind of the lightning guy now, so that's sort of my game <laughs> strikes turn. back. Um, Around oh, that, uh, real quick, just just to be clear for everyone's visual, uh, after doing the final swing, Cole spun literally grabbed you on the back of your head and stepped you under him and swapped places okay. with I, you. I saw a movement there. Thank you. Caven uh, takes you. that hit and then he looks right back at the at the Legion and um, he, he, he pounds his Warhammer into his free hand and uh, you hear a bell like out just ring and the legion needs to make a wisdom save for All right. whom the bell tolls for whom wisdom for save 
He rolls a eight. Nope. He he doesn't pass, so he takes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> there we go. It's a good sign when you make. Um. <laughs> so he takes eighteen points of oh. necrotic damage. All Whoa. right. Nasty darkness swirls around the head of this creature. Vessel would take uh, note of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I smell something funny. <laughs> it is barely hanging Email. in there, this creature. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you are done, it is Valamir's turn. You got a big bug right in your face. Uh, Valamir will just simply do like a hand gesture, like a like a um, just like a cutting motion, and it's a mind sliver. Uh, into the creature's brain, and he needs to make an intelligence saving throw, I believe. I don't yes, know. intelligence saving throw. You got a six. Uh, that will absolutely wow. fail. He will take 11 points of damage. What type? Um, psychic. All right. And he'll be at a negative 1d4 for his next saving throw before the end of my, of my next turn. Fiona. Um. Feeling that fire is not going to work too well, um, she's going to take one of her crossbow bolts out of her pack and throw it up in the air and give a little whistle. Zombie <laughs> 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 style, and it's going to head straight for that Legion warrior, and he needs to make a dexterity save. All right. Minus a d4. Thank you very much. Yep. Uh, uh, do you want me to roll please. that d4? He has minus one. Minus one? He has seven. Oh, shoot. <laughs> And 18 points of bludgeoning damage. This was um catapult. Oh, sweet. By the way. 18 points of damage? Yep. He has one left. <laughs> if you're done. How about Vessel's Cannon? Vessel's Cannon. Right in his face. <laughs> right in his face. Uh, we'll, we'll shoot at disadvantage. All right. Uh, for not a hit. Okay. Cole. Yeah. Uh, all right. So get swing the traitor. Taking him out. No, get the traitor. Uh, distance. What? To the... Get the traitor. North. You want to leave this guy here? Yes. Cole rushes away. Uh, does another bait and switch first. So Aragus. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a five foot swap with you, which does not provoke attack of opportunity. I'm gonna add eight to your AC. Nice. Tomorrow? Oh, You're great. plus eight for this round. Wow, thank you. And then, he inspires uh, you. Moves up the rest of his distance up to Gallic. Okay. Done. Gallic. And uh, raises his axe menacingly and, and warningly. Coming with me or being dragged out. Uh, and he and the spectral tome beside him is like, you better, you better <laughs> surrender. Go for it, you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Run. You feel lucky, punk. Uh, he cowers just, and you spell three spell slots. Or falls <laughs> back to his butt and says, "Don't hurt me." And Cole will steady his action. Uh, Hold all right, Aragus. Oh, um, okay. Um, seeing Cole do that, um, there are still the two. Yep, the guy um, that you him him. would are currently flanking with Caven. Yeah, and then the guy that two um, bloody legion. Sure. Um, I will say to my man Kevon, um, I'll yeah, I'll say Caven. 
seems you're more than capable of handling this one. Perhaps I should go help Cole. And I'm going to cast first... Hold Person on the Legion creature, which is a wisdom saving throw. All right. He's going to pass. I just know it. Yeah, they're pretty Everyone, everyone gets these low rolls. They Every have the wisdom saving throws. He gets the high rolls. Yeah, so, all of my bard spells are wisdom for some reason, even though charisma is my thing. 12? That fails. Okay. <laughs> I thought of it. Um, so he well, that is paralyzed for the duration of his turn. At the end of each of his turns, he can make another wisdom saving throw on success. Spell ends. All right. So he can't move. And then I will walk away very slowly. Almost as if I've been slowed to taunt him. Um, but no, I'll walk up towards um, uh, Gullick there. Okay. Vessel. So it appears these chitinous creatures can be affected by old person. Uh, yes. But you bring up a good point. Why? Did you bring up a good point, Christopher? <laughs> I suck. I'm a rules lawyer. You're quiet for an hour at a time. And, then... and the two last guys we have are near death. Uh, yes, is the answer to your question. Okay. That spell was harder to dig into his brain than you anticipated, but it did work. Hmm. Uh, Vessel releases the individual. Uh, takes a step back with his movement. Oh, going Get him! Uh, and will uh, make an attack. deck save. If you step back. I'll take the opportunity okay. attack. Deck save. He will strike. If he makes the will save. Total of 26. Ooh. He makes the will save. Ten. No, now this he, is to hit you. Opportunity attack. He needs the will save oh, to, to, do, to hit me. To hit you? Yes. To attack you, I think. Oh, sanctuary. I thought it was during his attack. All right. Oh, sanctuary. Sorry, I was thinking you were talking about the spell that you were it's casting. Okay. Uh, all right, so uh, 18 for the spell save, 26 for the hit, 10 for the lightning damage. 10 I will take. All right, you've stepped back one space, got hit, but you're still standing. What are you doing? Uh, now he makes the deck save and... Uh, fire. Or radiant damage. Radiant fire flame goodness, yes, radiant. White fire. Um, I think he's in a lot of trouble with a Texas seven tea. and one hit point. Oh, that um, ought to be fun. Fifteen damage. Uh, it yeah. bursts into white radiant energy. It somehow survives, steps back, stumbles, and then burns as it falls off of the ravine, splashing into the cool water, but you still see sizzling orcish insect bug, bug legs floating <laughs> down. In my head, the way that happens is you stepped out of the way, and he blasted you with a lightning, and you just kind of yoded it and took it and just turned it white, changed uh -huh. the color, and threw it right back at him and just blew him up. All right. It is the last Legion's turn, and it doesn't take long. Uh, he does is not able to break free of the hold person at the end of his turn, and Caven, you may finish him off without having to roll. You just tell us how you finish him off. <laughs> okay. Um, Kaven. If you pull out fangs, dude, it's over. <laughs> Kaven, um, just hits him across the head with his warhammer, and with his other arm catches him as he's falling to the ground and says, "Not yet." And this this legion there, this legion warrior's eyes flash white, and he stands back up. And Caven says, 
uh, go help them secure Gullick. And he walks over that way and begins to help. All right. What challenge rating is this creature? <laughs> yeah, I can barely make a wisdom saving throw, but he can completely control it. What's no, this, happening? This is a serious question. What is the challenge rating of the creature that he just created? I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> Gullick is surrounded by our heroes and a and a ghostly tome. Yes, is that the look? And it is, a, yes, it is a tome. And an ethereal ghostly specter is what Caven has created. Not not a zombie per se, but a spectral incorporeal creature, all surrounding him. All eight like some sort of Nazi and inglorious bastards uh, surrounding. He says, "Don't hurt me! Don't hurt me!" As the group, as one, have now got their man and we will stop there for tonight we're not known for taking prisoners <laughs> <laughs> and uh thank you so much for joining us this was great a uh, very fun episode for me uh and we're going to jump into our after show and hear what our players had to say if you'd like to join the after show and hear about it uh, consider dropping by patreon.com slash inglorious bards just a couple bucks get you access to all of this plus more uh and we will see you next time thanks so much bye everybody bye, everyone. bye. bye. thank you